MSW Media. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash dailybeans. Start living a better life today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Tuesday, July 11th, 2023. Today, Turkey's Erdogan has agreed to Sweden's ascension to NATO. Ray Epps is prepping to sue Fox News for defamation. The Saudi-backed Live Golf Tournament Championship has been moved to a Trump property. Walt Nauta has filed a motion to delay the July 14th SEPA conference in the documents case. And the former gymnastics doctor Larry Nassar was stabbed in prison. I'm Allison Gill. And I'm Dana Goldberg. Hey, Dana, how, how, I missed you. I missed you too. Whenever there's a day I'm not here, it just feels weird. It feels weird. So it's always nice to be back with you. And <laughs> it does. Even the weekends, I'm like, am I supposed to be recording? I think I'm supposed to be recording. Yes. And I, and now you are. And I'm very happy uh, because like, like you, I miss you when you are not here. We're very sweet together, people. Mm, it's adorable. It's adorbs. Uh, okay. So this is also adorable. Walt Nada has filed a motion to continue, delay, to delay this Friday's SEPA hearing. It was scheduled for July 14th. The Department of Justice has filed an opposition saying, you didn't give any good reasons, you're basically dumb, and there's no reason to delay. One of the reasons given was that Stanley Woodward, who's his lawyer, says, I don't even have clearance yet to look at classified documents, but the Section 2 SEPA hearing that happens this Friday doesn't require anybody to have clearance. So we'll see what Judge Aileen Cannon will do. This is her first test to see whether or not she's going to go along with these dumb delay tactics. But the DOJ filed a very, very good response. A lot of it is just educating Judge Aileen Cannon on the process here. You know, she's a very new judge, has very little trial experience, only 14 days of trial experience in criminal cases and no SEPA experience. So. Uh, we'll let you know. <laughs> well, not it reminds me of Jim Carrey and Liar Liar right here when he's like, I object. And the judge is like, why? He said, because it's devastating in my case. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so this is the uh, first real attempt to delay these proceedings. We'll see what happens. We'll keep you posted and, and we'll let you know. We'll go over it in depth on this Sunday's episode of Jack that's going to happen gosh, almost a week from now. Every every time like more news comes out, I'm like, we just recorded, but there's always something to talk about. So we do have a lot of other news to get to today on The Beans. So let's do that. Let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right. From the New York Times, Turkey agreed Monday to clear the way for Sweden to join NATO. A sudden reversal just hours after President Recep Tayyip Erdogan said, that the European Union should first advance his country's bid to join the EU bloc. He was like, I won't allow Sweden to join NATO unless you let me in the EU. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg announced Turkey's decision from Lithuania, where the alliance was preparing to open its annual summit on Tuesday. Stoltenberg said that Erdogan had lifted his objections to Sweden's entry to the alliance and would take the country's bid to his parliament for ratification as soon as possible. In return, Sweden and Turkey would continue to work bilaterally against terrorism. Sweden would help reinvigorate Turkey's application to enter the EU, and NATO would establish a new special coordinator for counterterrorism. 
Hungary is the only other NATO member that has yet to approve Sweden's bid, but Hungarian officials have said that if Turkey's position changes, they would not obstruct the process. And President Biden, who arrived in Lithuania Monday, said in a statement he welcomed Erdogan's commitment to submitting Sweden's bid for swift ratification by the Turkish parliament. Quote, I stand ready to work with President Erdogan and Turkey on enhancing defense and deterrence in the Euro-Atlantic area. That's what Biden said. He also thanked Mr. Stoltenberg for his steadfast leadership and added that he looked forward to welcoming Mr. Christensen and Sweden as the alliance's 32nd member. Mr. Erdogan's demand on EU membership a day before the opening of NATO's two-day summit appeared to have erected a new obstacle to the admission of Sweden, a major manufacturer of artillery, airplanes, and other arms with crucial geographic value, allowing control of the airspace over the Baltic Sea. The breakthrough, though, on the eve of the summit could mean that Sweden might join the alliance in short order. Turkey's parliament is in session until July 27th, and the body needed just two weeks to approve Finland's bid after Mr. Erdogan agreed to support it in March. And and also, Dana, part of this deal, I think, uh, Biden has just announced he is agreeing to send F-16s to Turkey. We had sort of kind of said no on the F-35 partnership, and so maybe that had something to do with some of the backroom kind of, well, not backroom, we know about it. Right. (laughs) You know, some of the diplomacy going on uh, with Biden and the expansion of NATO. So as far as, it's a bad day for for Putin. Good. Any day that's a bad day for Putin is a good day for me, that's for sure. All right, this is from ESPN. It seems to live golf leagues, season-ending team championship. Well, they are going to be playing at a Trump National Doral Golf Club in Miami for the second straight year. So there's been all kinds of controversy about this, and I'm not shocked that it's ended up at at a Trump property. Live Golf League officials announced Monday that the $50 million team championship will be played October 20th through the 22nd at Trump National Doral, which is owned by, as we know, the former president. Now, the three-day team championship was originally scheduled to be played November 3rd through the 5th at Royal Greens Golf and Country Club in Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Now, Live Golf League officials have been working to move it back to the Trump National Doral, uh, where it was staged in the league's inaugural season in 2022. Well, the Jeddah event, now scheduled for October 13th to the 15th, will be the final regular season tournament. This is a quote. We're thrilled to return the Blue Monster at Doral to celebrate a historic year and crown the 2023 Live Golf League team champion. This is from Live Golf CEO and Commissioner Greg Norman. I guess he's back to work and feeling better. He said in a statement no, on Monday. No, you're thinking of Monahan. This is a oh, I am. Yes, Greg Norman. Sorry, my apologies. I'm thinking about the other guy who and <laughs> not feeling well. All right. And he, uh, Greg Norman continued to say, the team concept has come to life this year in exciting new ways as our players and fans embrace the launch of Team Golf. We're building up for an action-packed weekend with the headline entertainment that will put an exclamation point on another can't-miss-live golf event. Again, that is from Greg Norman. Now, the player ranked first in the season-long points race after the Jetta event will be crowned the league's individual champion. The team standings after the Jetta tournament will determine seeding for the team championship and the top four teams receive first round buys, which means they don't have to compete first round. Now the three day team championship combines match play and stroke play to determine the overall team winner. Last season, Dustin Johnson's four aces GC won the inaugural team championship. Johnson was also crowned by the way, the individual championship. Now this is especially interesting considering Jack Smith has subpoenaed information on live tournament in the Trump documents case. So this all intertwines. 
Yeah, I had no idea that the nickname for Doral was the Blue Monster. I, I didn't either. Yeah, okay. Has it got a lot of water? I, that actually would be a really good guess if I because I do know golf and maybe there's a lot of water hazards there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this whole fucking thing should take a mulligan, honestly. <laughs> Next up from Peters and Foyer at the New York Times, of all the distortions and paranoia that Tucker Carlson promoted on his since-canceled Fox News program, One looms large, a conspiracy theory that an Arizona man working as a covert government agent incited the January 6th assault on the Capitol to sabotage and discredit the former President Trump and his political movement. What's known about the man, two-time Trump voter named Ray Epps, is that he took part in demonstrations in Washington that day and the night before. He was captured on camera urging a crowd to march with him and enter the Capitol. But at other points, he pleads for calm once it becomes clear the situation is turning violent. He can be seen moving past a line of Capitol Police at the barricades, but never actually goes inside the Capitol. Federal prosecutors have not charged Mr. Epps with the crime, focusing instead on more than a thousand other demonstrators. I wouldn't call them demonstrators, but uh, times who acted violently or were trespassing in the Capitol. The Justice Department's sprawling investigation into the attack remains open, however, and Mr. Epps could still be indicted. Yet for more than 18 months, Tucker Carlson insisted that the lack of charges against Epps could only mean one thing. And he was being protected because he's a secret government agent. There was, quote, no rational explanation, Carlson said, why this mysterious figure who helped, quote, stage manage the insurrection had not been charged. This one guy. Mr. Epps was in the Marine Corps, but said in his deposition before the January 6th committee that he had otherwise never worked on behalf of any government agency. He and his wife, Robin, have fled Arizona and they're hiding in another state. They have sold their wedding venue business and ranch after receiving death threats from people who appeared to believe the conspiracy theory. And his legal jeopardy is far from over, given the prosecutors are still unsealing new cases in connection with January 6th. Now lawyers representing Mr. Epps and his wife are proceeding with plans to sue Fox News for defamation. Quote, we informed Fox in March that if they did not issue a formal on-air apology, that we would pursue all available avenues to protect the Epps's rights, said Michael Teeter, a lawyer for Mr. Epps, who sent the network a cease and desist letter asking for an on-air apology and a retraction. After Teeter did not hear from Fox, he began to prepare the lawsuit. And quote, that remains our intent, unquote. First Amendment experts say Epps has a viable case for defamation, one reminiscent of the lawsuit that uh, the network recently settled with Dominion for $787.5 million dollars, a case centered on numerous examples of false statements made on Fox News programs over an extended period of time. If Epps moves forward, the case would be another legal complication and reputational stain for the conservative network, which faces a growing list of lawsuits to its airing of false claims about the 2020 election. They include a $2.7 billion lawsuit from a second voting technology company, we know Smartmatic, and two separate claims by Fox Corporation shareholders. Another lawsuit from a former producer for Tucker Carlson just settled for $12 million on June 30th, and that alleged that he condoned and encouraged a toxic workplace. So hang on, Fox. Stocking. More lawsuits. All right, everyone. I just want to say there's a content warning on this last story, and you may also see a less compassionate side of the co-host come out because I really hate this human being. Now, um, this is from CNN. The former U.S. gymnastics doctor Larry Nassar who was convicted of sexually abusing young athletes under the guise of medical treatment. He was assaulted inside a federal prison in Florida, and that's according to two sources familiar with the incident. Joe Rojas, president of the local correction officers union, told CNN Nassar was stabbed a total of 10 times, twice in the neck, 
twice in the back, and six times in the chest. Rojas credits corrections officers on the scene with saving Nassar's life. Now, Rojas says Nassar is in stable condition. Nassar has been serving a 60-year sentence for federal child pornography charges, which is crazy that that's what he's serving it for. But anyway, according to a statement from the Bureau of Prisons, and this is a quote, on Sunday, July 9, 2023, at approximately 2.35 p.m., an inmate was assaulted at the United States Penitentiary, Coleman II, in Sumterville, Sumterville, Florida, and responding staff immediately initiated life-saving measures. Staff requested emergency medical services and life-saving efforts continued. An internal investigation into the incident is still underway, and the inmate, who a source familiar confirmed is Nassar, was transported to a hospital for treatment. Authorities did not release additional details about the attack. In addition to his federal prison sentence, Nassar was sentenced in a Michigan state court to up to 175 years in prison. After more than 150 incredibly brave women and girls said in court he sexually abused them over the past two decades. Nassar pleaded guilty to seven counts of criminal sexual conduct in Ingham County in Michigan and admitted to using his trusted medical position to assault and molest girls under the guise of medical treatment. Son of a bitch. Mm. A total of 156 women gave victim impact statements in court. And I watched a lot of these, by the way, describing how they went to Nassar to receive treatment for sports injuries only to be sexually assaulted and told it was a form of treatment. Many of the women said when they spoke up about the treatment, they were ignored or the concerns brushed aside by organizations in power, primarily USA Gymnastics, Michigan State University, where Nassar was the gymnastics team doctor, and the U.S. Olympic Committee. In 2021, victims of Nassar reached a $380 million settlement with U.S. Gymnastics and the U.S. Olympic Committee and their insurers. And I will have to say, I am glad they were able to, at this point, save his life because I want him to rot in prison. Death is an easy way out. Yeah, I want him in prison and I want him to pay for what he did to all of those women. I don't know, AG, if you've been watching, and I'm obsessed with this. The Menendez brothers, um, there's a new a new show that just came out and it shows the intersection between the Menendez brothers and Menudo because a lot of the Menudo um, members were sexually abused and assaulted by their, the creator of Menudo. And there, there's an intersection there because Jose Menendez is being accused of raping one of the children in Menudo when he was 13. And it would have corroborated the Menendez brothers' backstory in court, but because in the second trial they wouldn't allow any of that information, mm. yeah, they got they got um for, uh, I think it was first degree murder instead of manslaughter. There's a big difference because they're in life in prison without parole instead of 22 years. It's a fascinating show, and I'm obsessed with it. But what's really weird, and I'm sorry, I'm a tangent on here, the guy who is being accused of sexually assaulting the members of Menudo with his glasses on, looks like Larry Nassar. There is un- an uncanny resemblance in their appearance, and it's fucking creepy. Oh, wow. It's just weird. Anyway, I- I'm, I- I'm sorry. I-, I, don't, you know, I don't wish any human pain, but I-, I do want Nassar to be in prison for the rest of his life. I don't want him to die and get out of this. Yeah, hmm, definitely. And, and I mean, I, I have yet to watch that, um, but I will definitely check it out. Oh, you should. Rosie O'Donnell is trying to get the Menendez brothers out of prison because it's a, it, it, it's, we, we can talk about this off the air, but for those of you that are, have at all followed this case, it's fascinating. Start doing research, watch the documentary that just came out. It's, it's pretty incredible. Okay, cool. I will, I will check that out. And, uh, 
Yeah, the the sixty year federal sentence is different from the one hundred and seventy five year yes. state sentence, um, which is I think why there was only child pornography charges federally, yes. and the rest, the actual conduct, was charged on, on in the state. And thank you for that. I caught up to that at the the second half of the story. So, but uh, yeah, I'm I, I'm with you. He needs to not die. He needs to justice needs to be done. Yeah. So. All right, we have a big need now for good news. So if you have good news, send indeed. it to us. Good Lord. You can send it to us at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. And we're going to get to the good news right after this quick break. Everybody stick around. We'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp Therapy Online. BetterHelp is not a crisis hotline. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com slash dailybeans. Start living a better life today. That's betterhelp.com slash dailybeans. Sometimes in life, we are faced with tough choices. uh, And the path forward is not always clear. I have been there myself multiple times, unsure what path I was supposed to take and uncertain where I was headed with my life. It was definitely a difficult time, but I discovered that a little bit of help can go a long way. Whether you're dealing with decisions around your career, relationships, or anything else, Therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate your life so you can move forward with confidence. Uh, and excitement. Now, trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets. So talking to a professional helped me learn coping skills I never had before, before I learned how to establish healthy boundaries to protect myself, better ways to communicate the ways I needed to be loved and accepted by the people in my life. I felt empowered to become the best version of myself. My life has become much better because of it. I know asking for help isn't easy. Therapy isn't just for people who've been through cataclysmic trauma especially in today's world where global stressors and the day-to-day pressure seems bigger than ever. And it is not a sign of weakness. It's not something to feel shamed about. And it really feels great to have someone to talk to, someone to listen who doesn't just understand, but will validate your humanity and, and the insecurities and fears. You can, you can, I mean, these things happen to everyone. So if you think this will help you as well, give BetterHelp a try. It's all online. It's designed to be convenient and flexible so it can fit into your lifestyle and your needs. And after you fill out a brief questionnaire, you'll be matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any point with no additional cost. So BetterHelp is not a crisis hotline. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Daily Beans today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Daily Beans. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Good news, good news. And if you have any good news, confessions, corrections, you want to play what the mutt, what the heck wine, send frog orgy photos or baby pictures or your pod pet tax. If you don't have pod pet tax to pay, you can share an adoptable pet in your area or give a shout out to a cool local business in your area that needs some support or a loved one or yourself. I would love to hear shouts out to yourself. Um, anything you want to send us at all, you can do so at dailybeanspod.com and click on contact. Uh, first up from Patty, pronouns she and her. Hello, Beans Queens and the Leguminati. I want to give a shout out to the person who has sponsored my premium feed. Thank you so much. It's greatly appreciated. For Pod Pet Tax, I give you Ziggy Stardust, a.k.a. Boo Boo Kitty. She's a dog that thinks she's a cat and likes to sleep on the back of couches and armchairs. She learned this behavior from her foster family that consisted of four cats. Nine years later, she is still at it. Thanks for uh, all you. uh, And thanks again to my sponsor. I hope to pay it forward when I can. Look at the baby. 
Oh, sweet baby. Kitty Boo Boo. That was, that was the name of the stuffed kitty, Boo Boo Kitty in Laverne and Shirley, right? If I'm I dating myself right there. Yeah, I'm dating the rest of us too, because we're like, yeah, it was. <laughs> 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 All right. This one's from Dan pronouncing him being Topians. Good morning. Thinking about the Willard War Room on January 5th. I too have a Willard story. About 15 years ago, my lovely and talented wife and I took our two kids for a day in D.C. Lived in Maryland at the time, so not a huge ordeal. That's until we had lunch at a Tex-Mex place. I'm sure the restaurant is a quality place. Can't even remember the name to praise or condemn. Fast forward about two hours. We're on the mall and near the White House. I feel like I'm about to detonate. We check a map and the only nearby men's restroom is in the Boy Scouts Museum or gift shop of or whatever. Now they're closed by the time we got there. I cross the street hoping I won't turn into a filthy water balloon against a car's grill. I enter the lobby of the Willard and beeline for the restrooms in the lobby. The men's room has a urinal and a sink. No toilet. I do the math about how this will work and abandon this plan. I poke my head into the women's room. No one there. I go into the stall and unleash a biological weapon. Did I mention this was a summer evening in D.C.? The town built on a swamp, humidity, and heat. I'm cowering in the stall and my head down just in case someone peeks in the stall to see if someone died. Two women enter the restroom. One of them stops short as if the fumes were tangible. Oh, I'm going to wait outside. The other woman used the sink and left, seemingly holding her breath. I stayed put and waited another few minutes and slunk out like the sweaty, shame-filled monster I was. And that incident was still more palatable than the January 5th war room attendees and outcome. (laughs) Pet tax, Bootsy, resting his head on my laptop because he's more important than whatever I planned on doing. Oh my God, this puppy is adorable. It's so sweet. Dan, thank you, I think, for that submission to (laughs) that. It's always nice to hear from you. Ah, the first Willard War Room incident. Yeah, and there we go. Yeah, boy. Let's look at the little sweater with the polka dots. So cute. Okay, thank you for that. Marianne, pronouns she and her. In response to the listener who asked how to convince their daughter-in-law to not vote for Pence, two reasons to add. With his silence, he was and remains complicit in the former guy's efforts to overthrow the 2020 election. And any Republican winning the presidency will likely pardon the former guy for his multiple crimes, along with his accomplices, as they need his base. That's a very, very good point. Uh, I'm going to grab the next one, too, okay. from Patty, uh, with a Y, pronoun she and her. Semi-good news. At least this trash is out of the ocean. Hello to my favorite beans. I live in L.A. County. I have access to a wonderful place, South Coast Botanic Gardens. are currently exhibiting a bunch of artistic work, but entirely of sea trash. I've included a couple pictures. Also, they have a wonderful butterfly exhibit where you can get a little food ring. And if you're lucky, a cute little winged creature will come and take a sip. Thank you for helping me keep sane in these stressful times, especially since I have red hat wearing family members. I truly don't get it. I'm a member for life of the Daily Beans Clean Up on Aisle 45 and Jack. Thank you for the many laughs, especially when I replay the Mega Plastics episode. <laughs> for those who have not yet to enjoy it, please do yourself a favor. Your jaws will be sore from laughing. Beautiful day to all. The Mega Plastics episode aired January 5th, 2021. Before the world changed. So, wow. This is some amazing. That's incredible. Art made of yeah. sea trash. Wow. Hi, penguin. That's fascinating. Oh, butterfly. Look, you just Aww. put the little ring on and the little baby's coming. Oh, yeah. Cute. Be no good not to touch their little wings with your skin. It hurts them. 
All right, this is from Cheryl Pernod. She and her, what the mutt? We have three dogs and I don't know any of their breeds. Can you guess? We'll go with whatever you say they are. <laughs> we have a lot of power here, right? Yeah, my husband and I listen to your podcast every night as soon as it drops. You're the only news we listen to. So if you don't say it, then it ain't so. Truly, you make our lives brighter. Thanks so much. All right, let's see here. There's healer in that one on the left and probably the one on the right. <laughs> oh my God, look at the one down Oh front. my God, the black one, this little scruffiness. <laughs> Some sort of terrier there, right? We've got oh, yeah. Staffy, maybe Pity, some German Shepherd dog, and the other one that has the healer in it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, German Shepherd, healer, and then maybe the black and white one, maybe Boxer and, and Staffy, Pity, maybe. And then yeah. this, this little scruffy guy is like a cross between a Cairn Terrier and a, I don't know what else, but adorable nonetheless. What do you think? I, I, I have no idea what the black dog is. He's cute. He looks a little crumudgeony in these pictures. He's the sweetest boy. Maybe girl. Maybe it's a cranky old lady. I don't know. Adorable. Adorable indeed. All right. Thanks for that. We got one final submission here. Hello, Beans of the Queens from Julie, pronouns she and her. I've thought about sending this in a couple times, but haven't for reasons. Your encouragement for a self shout out changed my mind been a listener since the kitchen table days. I feel like you've been companions in a long journey, which started with your message asking us to take care of our mental health. During the pre-vaccine stage of the pandemic, I was fighting severe depression, some very dark thoughts. Realizing this wasn't something I could just get over, quote unquote, I finally reached out to a therapist with their assistance at nearly 44 years of age. I came out to my family and friends as transgender. And with their love and support, I began the long journey to discovering myself. That was three years ago now, and I made myself a goal. For the first time in my life, I'm planning for the future, and I'm shooting to live until I'm at least 88. That way, I've spent the majority of my life as myself. That means taking care of myself and cleaning up more than 20 years of neglect. Along the way, I discovered I had early-stage thyroid cancer. This is now under control. I've gone from pre-diabetic to a clean bill of health. And last month, I hit my goal weight. I lost nearly 100 pounds. Wow, congratulations. I know, with all my tests coming back in healthy ranges. I still have things I'm working on as I transition, but this feels like some major milestones to me. It is. But the most important part is that I'm genuinely happy and my friends and family seem to notice. Even though I thought I had internalized all my issues before, it had really turned into a toxic mess that was spilling onto people around me who I loved. I wish I'd recognized the signs sooner. You and your team have been a beacon along my journey. Not only did you give me that little shove to get me started, but every time some lame-ass transphobic, transphobic or homophobic law comes down the line, You've been right there telling them to blow it out their ass. Having a friendly voice in the darkness has kept my outlook positive. I hope you're there for a long time telling Trumple Thin Skin and his maggots to get bent. Thank you for everything you've done. For pet tax, I'm including a picture of my faithful companion, Willow, a blue male corgi. I hope one day to have about half of her sassiness and vigor. Merle, blue Merle Corgi, excuse me. Oh, look at this beautiful baby. Julie, this whole submission is just fantastic. I'm just so happy for you on every level, inside and out, being comfortable in your body. It's a beautiful thing. I'm just, I, I'm very proud of you. I'm so heartened. Yeah. Seriously, I'm so, so heartened. Anybody out there thinking about whether or not to reach out, to talk to somebody, it's, it's always worth it. It's always worth it. Oh, thank you so much for sending these in. If you have anything you want to send to us, anything at all, you can do it by going to dailybeanspod.com and clicking on contact. Uh, Dana, any, any, you're in New York right now, right? 
Yeah, just I'm I'm here and I'll be recording remotely for a little bit and then I'm just popping in and out. So Well, I hope I'll you be have... back up and as but as some of you know, I've got a a, a Dana, a listen the Beans listener coming to my show in, in Rochester. I hope some of you will join her. And there's still some tickets left if you want to go to Rochester on July 28th. It's a Friday night. It's going to be at Carlson Comedy Club. You can get tickets on my website, danagoldberg.com. Go to appearances. And um, yeah, I would love to see you there. Just make sure you say hi. I'd love to know who the Beans listeners are. It means a lot to me. Yeah. And trust me, if you have not seen Dana do her comedy and work her magic, it is something that you must experience. So I thank you, my friend. Definitely grab some tickets to that man. That show you did at Martinis. <laughs> oh my god, I had so much damn fun that night. I I felt like I could fly that night. Everything hit. It was so awesome. Uh, it was wonderful. It was a wonderful show, and the other comedians were great as well. Yeah, Bruce Valanche and Suzanne Westenhofer. So great to see Susan and Bruce. I'd never seen either of them, and it was just such yeah. a treat. So um, definitely, if you get a chance to make it out to Rochester or, or any other future shows, uh, get get those tickets. Make it get happen. It. I'll be at Netroots Nation uh, this weekend, July 13th through the 15th. We have a panel. We have a, uh, we're the only, by the way, the only panel with an open bar. Actually, I think it's a, it's a, maybe a sponsor, but it's a, there's a bar. You might have to pay for drinks. I don't know, but there's a bar. And, and that's because we're going to be doing, we're going to be talking about the Trump indictments and, and we're going to just be doing a little celebrating a little justice. And that's going to be Friday, I believe at 5.30 PM at Netroots Nation. Um, you can get your tickets online. You definitely want to check that out. And then uh, then I'll be in Grand Rapids. We're going to have a meetup there, too, with patrons. We're setting up a meetup in Chicago for Saturday night. The panel is July 14th, Friday. Anyway, it's going to be a blast. So I'll be on the road, too. Um, please forgive any future sound issues as Dana yes, and I please. are traveling. <laughs> but we appreciate you tuning into The Beans. We'll be back in your ears tomorrow. Until then, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Vote blue over Q. And please take everyone with you. Ohio, special election. Yes, I hope you checked your registration. They were due yesterday. Uh, And then we have the August 8th special. uh, And we have to show up because we do not want a 60% requirement to make an amendment to the Constitution. That's all this is about, is to try to stop them from enshrining your rights into the state Constitution. All right, that's it. I've been AG. And I've been DG. And them's the beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA 
As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in an Armani suit standing on the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th. Or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. Subscribe now.